Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. We're coming to you live from Shannon in County Clare this afternoon. It's all part of News Talk's summer tour. We're here at the um, Future Mobility Campus in Shannon. But we will be talking about tourism specifically on the show just after one o'clock today. But there's actually, there's much more to just um, tourism in County Clare. Lots of really fascinating industries and wanted to find out a little bit more about them. So we're joined in studio today by the um, Director of Shannon Airport, Niall Cairns. Uh, Steve Lenan, who's also General Manager of Element 6, they're a world leader in synthetic diamonds. And uh, Was- uh, Wasim Dergash, who is the Chief Operating Officer at the Future of Mobility, uh, Mobility Campus, where we are here this afternoon. You're all very welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Wasim, you might just explain, first of all, to people what it is that you do here at the Future Mobility Campus. Um, so Future Mobility Campus, as its name says, is basically our campus. So we turned the industrial estate here into smart city setup to allow companies to come and validate some of the technologies they are developing, whether it's technology that goes on the car, um, on the road, on the drones, uh, especially when near to the airport, that probably there would be a lot of questions about that as yeah. well. So basically, we see us, you can see us as an innovation hub that helps companies um, come work together on developing product that will be in cars, drones or infrastructure in the next five, ten years or even more. I was looking a little earlier today. Um, you have a, a Jaguar car in, in the test hub with a whole sort of a fleet of drone cameras and equipment attached to the to the roof rack of it. So what exactly are you testing there? So... Basically, um, the intention of this testbed when we started originally is to build an environment where we can develop connected and self-driving cars. So in order to get to that point, you start basically by getting the car to sense its environment, whether it's through a radar, LiDAR, camera, it's all sensing technology. So you want to make sure that the car can sense its environment in order to make safe decisions to move forward, to brake, to turn, to stop, etc. So it's basically that car is the ground truth car for collecting all sorts of data on it. And you can see, you, you saw yourself, yeah. there's plenty of sensor on it. Also, we get access to the CAN bus data, so we see every sensor in the car as well. So it's basically you end up having huge amount of data coming from that vehicle itself. And then on top of that, companies would come and collect that data. And then on top of that, we'll build their software or hardware component that either helps self-drive the car or increase safety or um, mm-hmm. other use cases or maybe communicate with the infrastructure and know when the traffic light is going to change, etc. So this is, this is what the car is meant to be, as well as the full, let's say, setup here. How far are we away from full driverless cars? Well, depending on where you're driving them. So you can easily now take any of these cars and go and have it self-driven on the motorway because there's no much disruption, no fun happening. But if you're on one of those funny roads that we have yeah, here in you, the West You want Paris, to see some of the roads we came down, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would not fancy in a driverless car. But. Well, you never know when they will do it correctly. But to be honest, it's... Um, it's probably something about in the next five to ten years we'll see Why? a lot of advancements there. You see this happening already in the US and China and other countries where technologies are at certain level of advancement that they are able to offer self-driving yeah. taxis. Um, and and that basically it is available, but it depends really on the infrastructure that you have in place to, to be 
really rely on it 100 percent. yeah it seems funny you know to talk about that when you talk about the the drone technology and 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 uh, testing that and we're here in the industrial park in shannon and you're like a stone's throw from uh, shannon airport and as you mentioned Fossim, i'm sure people are wondering how this fits with uh with shannon airport but um uh, niall cairns is with us as well like just it's um are, are drones an issue at shannon airport another posing huge problems recently at Dublin. No, drones are not an issue at yeah. the airport. Um, we have very good uh, uh, partners with uh, FMCI in relation to all the activities that they do. Um, but obviously, from an airport point of view, we're very much focused on, on what we can do to serve yeah. the area and the region and the industries in terms of connectivity and making sure we, we have the best routes available for passengers and so on. How is business at the airport? Uh, really good. Uh, really strong recovery last year after uh, the various closures because of COVID-19. We had uh, uh, significantly better uh, passenger numbers last year than expected, about half a million extra passengers, and, and uh, expecting even uh, further growth this year, which is great to see. And we can see that across all areas of the, of the airport. Uh, but most importantly, we're seeing really good, positive feedback from passengers is coming through Shannon. And, uh, you know, the team are, are very excited and look forward to welcoming everyone who still has to go on their summer holidays. Yeah. Um, and obviously managing all that uh, that needs to go on as well. How is um, parking capacity at, at the airport? Because I can't understand why more people, I'm constantly saying it, don't fly out of Shannon and knock when you look at Dublin. Yeah, well, thanks very much. I mean, uh, parking is, uh, we've opened car parks this year that haven't been opened in, in since 2006, for example. Um, Shows and, the demand. Yeah, there is, there's huge demand out there from passengers. We're seeing customers and passengers coming to us from all over Ireland, not just from the surrounding mm. counties. And obviously when you're driving that bit further, you need somewhere to park your car. So um, it's, it's a challenge in terms of making sure we have it, but we've been doing an excellent job so far. Uh, and there's plenty of parking in Shannon for anyone who, who's flying out. <laughs> there's no, no issues. It's a huge talking point for sure. In, in Dublin at the moment. I suppose two of the or one of the other industries I, I wanted to chat about here today, um, diamonds. And uh, uh, Steve Lenan is with us from Element Six, as they say, a girl's best friend, Steve. But, uh, <laughs> but what is it that you what is it that um, you guys do at Element yeah, Six? I suppose when people naturally think of diamond, they think of uh, jewellery. Yeah, and that's not what we do. No, here, <laughs> diamond would be considered a super material, which means it displays. Uh, exceptional properties. One of that being it's the hardest material known to man. In Shannon here, we produce, we synthesize and process diamond materials which will go into uh, the automotive aerospace industries, predominantly as cutting tools. So if you're machining components in these industries, you'd use typically use diamond to, to machine and form those parts. And that's the materials that we produce here in Shannon. How is the how is business? Like it's a it's quite it's a big employer. It's a big employer, yes. We've over 500 staff here in Shannon. Yeah. Um, I've been here for over 60 years as well. So not only is it a, a large employer currently, it has been for, for quite a considerable mm. amount of time. We operate in businesses like, I say, automotive, aerospace, consumer electronics, uh, oil and gas. And these are, these can move uh, volatile um, businesses. They can increase, reduce, depending on uh, external demand. But I suppose the benefit we have here in Shannon is our flexibility in being able to, to adapt to those types of, of changes. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, I suppose it can be challenging at times, but more often than not, we're well able to, to manage those, yeah. those challenges. What is the, the future um, in terms of, you know, plans for, for the business and, and securing that going forward? Uh, for element six, yeah, well, uh, it's interesting. I mean, when you think of a lot of the even the, the facility that we're here in at the moment, and you look at the future direction of uh, vehicles, whereas uh, automotive or aerospace, 
A lot of the driving towards uh, lighter and lighter vehicles, which means a lot of the materials they're using, whether it's titanium alloys or carbon fibres, these are more difficult to machine. And actually, that's a fantastic opportunity for Element 6 because mm. they need uh, our materials to machine those. Well, I imagine there's crossover in terms of... Uh, there, there is perhaps not in the area that Wasim is, is talking about, but more in the um, manufacture of the materials that goes into those those EVs. Also within Element 6 um, here in Shannon, we focus on the hardness of the material, but uh, Diamond also has exceptional thermal and uh, optical properties as well. So outside of its hardness, there's many uh, other opportunities in, in other industries where you're exploiting those properties of Diamond as well. Yeah. Um, just when we talk about air travel, and we might uh, touch on the, the air taxis and the concept of that uh, was seen at the moment, but uh, for Shannon Airport, um, and I know there was funding announced just over about, was it four and a half million funding um, through the regional programme a number of months back. But is it, is it about getting more routes? Is it about getting more passengers? What's the, what's the goal? Well, the, the goal, first and foremost, is to make sure we have a fit-for-purpose airport to be able to serve the, the passengers that we have and the routes that we have. Um, Shannon Airport, uh, initial construction began in the 1940s, so uh, we have a huge amount of infrastructure that needs to be updated, a uh, huge amount of taxiways and so on that has evolved over time. So a large part of the investment is in relation to that. Some of it will be sustainability-related, um, for example, where we're looking at replacing all, a lot of the diesel vehicles that we have in the fleet with uh, electric-powered vehicles and more sustainable ones as well. So the goal, ultimately, from a Shannon Airport point of view, is to continue continue growing, uh, both in terms of serving the public, uh, in terms of routes that, that they want and need to connect, uh, and also serving industries in the region, not just in, in, in Shannon, but in the whole Midwest and indeed in Ireland as well. And we've anecdotal evidence of, of, of multinationals making decisions to base um, to base their offices and, and premises in the region purely on the basis of connectivity mm. from Shannon, which of course is the only airport on the west coast of Ireland with a, a direct transatlantic offering and we have the added benefit of US pre-clearance as well where you can clear US immigration here in Shannon and you arrive as a, direct, a domestic passenger allowing you to get connections and so on so it makes it a much more seamless experience for people coming out of Shannon. Yeah. Our goal is to continue that. Yeah, um, I want to chat about the um, the air taxis uh, Wasim and, and, and how that works because you know from when I thought about it last night the concept just blows my mind completely so can you just explain <laughs> What it, yeah. is, what it is that an air taxi does. So you can see that from two perspectives. The first one is drones. So they think about a small drone, but that's not small anymore. So it's getting getting bigger and bigger. And then you can sit in it. And that will take you vertically landing and, and, and taking off. And then uh, would, would, would take people or heavy goods to certain destinations. Or you can see it that it's larger crafts, but now we're trying to make them smaller. And then also we are making them electric. So it's basically, that's, that's kind of the, the, the idea. So am I picturing effectively an electric car? That With wings. Will, yeah, that will, <laughs> for four people or three people that will fly me to Donegal. Why not? Yeah, it is, it is that way. So it's basically there at the moment, few, uh, I would say, um, companies are trying to build their prototypes and go beyond the prototype stage and, and get to the uh, the actual, let's say, air taxi. So uh, I saw an announcement this morning about Archer, a UK-based uh, company that were doing their flight testing um, uh, recently. And basically what they're starting with 
take off, land, uh, hover, and then just do small tr- travel. Okay. Uh, some other companies, the likes of Volocopter in in in, uh, in Paris, they're doing much longer, let's say, uh, travels, and they're aiming that by 2024 for the Olympics, they will do air tra- air taxi services. So. It's it's something that will happen in the next few years. Uh, I don't know. It's the ambition of 2024. It's, I, I, I personally <laughs> think like it's a little bit too early. Yeah. Probably beyond that. And hopefully with our target by 2027, having the Ryder Cup next door, we would be able to offer these services here from Shannon Airport. How does that, how, how do you feel about this? <laughs> well, it w- would be fantastic to be able to do that. Um, yeah. I think there's huge... Uh, huge way to go possibly in terms of regulatory approvals and so on and so forth with respect to that but look Shannon Airport has been an innovative place since uh, since it was set up with the world's first duty free back in 1947 yeah. and we work with various partners and 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 we were always looking for an opportunity to be innovative in what we do and you know we we work very closely with FMCI in relation to activities they're doing as well it's 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 an amazing idea like when you yeah. think about it how does it fit in the concept of sustainability though in the year i should say of you know climate change and you, well, well, it's electric. Exactly. So yeah. that's the first thing is that they're electric. And there's also a full concept of uh, a second uh, life for these batteries that go into these aircrafts because they need to be serviced and, and changed more often than the, the, the battery packs we see in the cars. So there would be more use of these for uh, uh, large scale storage of energy, use it in, in smart buildings and probably use it for the airport. So it's basically use those batteries to fly after a few months Then, well, not a few, after a couple of years, Maybe you put them in a large bank of storage and then uh, use that for, for powering the airport. Okay. That, that becomes maybe an idea to look at. Steve, there's a text in from a listener wondering um, about the materials that you, you talked about or that you mentioned and, and how they're used. And I mean, in layman's terms, do they start off as we know it, like a diamond, as listeners would think of, that's... They do, yeah. I mean, in, in terms of the... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, diamond is a diamond. It's the same it's the material. Same. You're, just, cool. you're just uh, growing it in a slightly different format or a different shape that makes it more applicable to machining activities. But um, they don't look the same. I mean, they, because, like, if you take natural diamond, which evolves a couple of hundred kilometres beneath the surface of the earth over millions of years, that's quite a slow process, obviously. Um, we synthesize diamond every day, 24-7. So, like, the, the the look of the material that comes out of the synthesis press is, is very different. But mm. um, in terms of their application, they're relatively similar. Yeah. Um, a listener wondering about the... It's, it's, I love the things that people think of instantly, you know, what uh, comes to mind when we talk about between diamonds, uh, airport taxis and Shannon Airport. But one listener is wondering about, will, they, will having the... Um, sorry, when will you end the max 100 uh, uh, milliliter liquids at the airport. <laughs> has Airp- tech, tech advanced? Shannon Airport has ended that re- restriction yeah. um, back since we upgraded all of our security screening equipment in 2021. So the air- we, we took, yeah, absolutely. We, we took the opportunity uh, during the lockdowns to significantly upgrade all the security screening equipment to the latest and greatest technology. So when you go through Shannon Airport, you're getting the best possible security screening. You don't have to take out any technology, no iPads or phones out of the bag. You can leave all of your liquids inside and as well. There's no requirement. You just need to remember when you're flying back from somewhere, if they don't have the same technology, make sure you have oh, your little yeah. plastic bags on the way back. So. Yeah, very fair point. Yeah. Um, well, seeing there's a texture wondering about when will things like the driverless cars be reasonably priced? 
so that's a, that's a question I always ask myself, to be honest, because um, it depends really on how much technology we get into these cars. Um, there's a lot of advancement now within artificial intelligence, whether it's the compute as well uh, that goes into the cars. They probably, well, no, we all saw that the Tesla with the advanced um, uh, autopilots, you have self-driving capability on them. So, but they wouldn't be handling H cases, I would say. Um, so in that case, we need to get more compute, more advanced in the artificial intelligence, and they will be affordable. Mm. But moving forward, I think in the next five to 10 years, we probably would see people sharing cars rather than uh, owning them. Uh, so you prefer to have a car that is always up to date, a car that is always driving in whatever conditions you have, and whatever buildings are appearing or structures around it. So you better leave the car and pay as you go. Uh, and then you'll get the kind of the uh, state of the art and avoid thinking about the price of, of owning one. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating when you think about the, you know, the future of, of transport and the future of industry as well here in, in the Clare region. My thanks to you all for joining us on the programme today. Uh, Wasim Dergash is the Chief Operating Officer at the Future Mobility Campus, Steve Lenan, General Manager of Element 6 and also Director of Shannon Airport, Nile Cairns. Thanks a million to you all for joining yeah, us here today on the programme. Yes. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.